do we need to do a test or get closer? Do I need do I need to lean in? What? Do I need to lean in? Do no. I need to stroke my beard while no. I'm talking? Talk kind of loud. <laughs> uh oh. Hey everybody, this is questions with Jay Lowry. To my left is uh, Josh Daring. That's me. Josh the Daring. <laughs> Daring that works too. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Either one. Oh. Well, my, my last name is spelled kind of weird, so I figured by putting the the in there, people will know how to pronounce it. I thought it was Doreen for yeah, a while. It, it, it's looking at it spelled. That's that's how you'd yeah. say it. But Doreen. it's pronounced it's pronounced Daring. Oh, really? Um, we're actually from the family is from a from a region on the edge of the Black Forest in Germany. Oh. A uh, little town called Turingen, and uh, apparently that translates to one who is daring. So even though it's spelled Doring, it means daring. Well, that's kind of so, cool. And it kind of makes me sound like a Viking. Yeah. So you I'll look take it. Like a Viking. <laughs> when my hair is longer, absolutely. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen you with longer hair. You were the doom guy. Um, yes, yeah. doomed. You're all doomed. Yes. That was my favorite part of that episode. <laughs> that was the only part that made me laugh. So, was, um, so you're an actor. I am an actor. I am a cook. I, I am an entrepreneur. Yeah. I am a writer. I am a bon vivant. I am a I am a man around town. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna say that I'm a stand up yet because no, I've only done but like you've done it. I've I've done it like twice. Yeah. So uh, that's that's a completely different that's a completely different world of comedy that I haven't really yeah. dabbled in enough to say that hey I do that you know yeah. I've been doing it for like almost three years. So. And you do it well. I'm, do I'm, I? I'm, I'm going to say that. I, you, you, <laughs> you have this you have this magical ability about you that, you know, you get up and you're like, oh, hey, here's just this, he might be kind of slow. But then after, you know, five, ten minutes of you talking, I'm just, I'm wetting my pants yeah. from laughing so hard. You do it well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big magic trick. What I'm doing. Um, Smoking mirrors. Hey, look it, over it there. Totally is. Um. So, uh, what got you into acting? Like, what did make you oh, want? Goodness, what, what got made me you want to do acting? acting? Be an actor. The first, the first role I had was as the, as the baby Jesus. Uh, I was. I was two and a half months old at that point. Oh, really? <laughs> My father's a preacher. Oh, okay. So they were like, hey, we've got this baby we can use. He's fun. So after that and just hearing the applause and hearing the love from the audience, I was like, yes, I want to do that. But then I didn't remember that until until like high school. Um, I, I moved to... I I moved around a lot growing up. Um, I moved from New York 
to Austin, Texas, yeah. and uh, just on a whim decided, hey, I'm going to try out for this. And then, hey, I'm the lead in our town, and I get I get to cute I, I get to kiss this cute girl, and and at that point I was like, hey, if I'm an actor, I get to I get to cute kiss cute cute girls that probably wouldn't say anything to me otherwise. So the short answer is I got into acting because of chicks. It's a pretty sweet gig there. <laughs> Here, here, you make out with that hot girl. Okay, what? Oh, fine. If I have to, twist my arm. You know? <laughs> and that's really why any anything that has happened in the history of humanity has happened is because people want to make out with cute chicks. That's, that's why science exists. Yeah. <laughs> I can prove that the Earth wrote... Ro- Revolves around the sun. That 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 cute little cheesemonger down the road. She's gonna hop on my dick. That's totally what Galileo was thinking. Yeah. If that's actually who that was, but yeah. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. Um, it sounds right. Yeah. A lot of people now, though, they 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 want to go back to the flat Earth, though. Oh, I, the I, flat <laughs> Earth. Oh my lord. Oh, I, don't, I hope I don't know any of those people. But <laughs> oh, there's there's way more of them than there should be. I know. I mean, it's just it's crazy. But you know, with 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 uh, with what's his butt pulling out of the Paris Agreement today, it's it's apparently a more common belief system than I would have thought possible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, science is just it's all a lie. You know, and and no, it's it's not. It's it's science, and I I do believe in magic. Don't get me wrong. I'm a strong believer in magic. Just because I've seen too much magic to to not know that it's real. But also, science exists too. You know. Yeah. If if you can. If you can constantly prove that if you do A and B, you get to C, then that should just be known, right? Right? And I know that, and I know that, yes, magic is just science we don't know yet, but I also think there needs to be a level of appreciation for magic. I think, I think, because there's, there's some things that we don't know and we're not going to know, at least not in our lifetimes. You know, our theoretical great-grandchildren might. But right now, I don't know how a microwave works. Someone does. I don't. I think it's magic. I don't know how this little piece of plastic can show me a crappy Dennis Quaid movie anytime I want to. Someone does. I see it as magic. It's just, you, you press a button, stuff happens. It's, yeah. Magic exists. And cooking is magic. Because you throw a bunch of stuff into a pot, you wave your hands over it, and it turns into something else. Something wonderful. Something beautiful. Actually, I guess that's more voodoo. But, you see where I'm going with this, yeah? Yeah, I'd like to say uh, one thing. Um, like, 
Have you ever made pizza dough? Oh, yes. Where does that come from? Flour, yeast, water. <laughs> Honestly, how does that but make no, dough? But no, no. You, you throw a whole bunch of stuff yeah. into a pot. And then you hit this button dough. and it goes rrr, 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 yeah. for 10, 15 minutes. And then you let it sit for another couple hours. Yeah. And boom, pizza dough. Yeah. I don't know how it works. I've, I've, most of my cooking jobs have actually been at pizza places. Me too. So I, I have worked extensively with pizza dough. I still don't know how it works. Yeah. It's magic. Oh. So, you're into Red Octopus? I am. What I is am. Red Octopus? Red Octopus is the longest running sketch comedy group in the South. Uh, since 1991, they've been doing shows. Which is what twenty six years now, yeah. And uh, the way I like to describe it to people, because a lot of people, when I say that I do sketch comedy, they think, "Oh, hey, improv! I love improv. Whose line is it anyway? Is awesome," which it is, but that's not what we do. We're we're more like Saturday night, Saturday Night Live, but if we if if Saturday Night Live could cuss and was consistently funny yeah that's what red octopus would be um every every couple months or so we get together and start from a blank page and write and rehearse and perform a an almost two hour comedy show wow just from nothing and uh and i've i've made some of my best friendships out of that um sandy baskin changed my life rest her soul um jason willie is is a great guy and it's i would not know him be if if not for red octopus cool. and and we're having auditions yeah on tuesday june 6th that. yeah so i might come to watch i don't know it, it is a huge time suck so i want to it's Doing a show means you're just giving up your evenings for about a month. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know you got a lot of other stuff going on. You're, That's, you're, you've got this comedy Thunderdome thing that you're doing tonight. Well, I've and never seen you guys. So <laughs> you I, you should at least come and watch a show. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But putting a whole a show together like from nothing that's pretty much uh, that's magical right there. I mean, exactly, it's fucking hardcore. Yeah, it's <coughs> it's because you for every for every skit that actually makes it to the stage, there's at least five that just get tossed. It's just like nope, can't do that. Nope, ain't gonna work. No logistics are wrong. No, it's just not funny. We we throw out. At least three or four times more skits than we actually put on stage. Um, just because when people come to a Red Octopus show, and we do have, we we've got a group. We've 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 got a we've got a core of pretty dedicated followers, um, but they expect a certain sum. You know, they expect they expect they expect sexy jokes. They expect making fun of politics they expect this and this and that and then sometimes we'll just do something where it just doesn't make sense on any level um so we just have to we have to cut it or if 
the people that are doing it just don't like doing it will cut it you know do you uh, focus on like some sort of uh, theme like within each sketch like has to have that kind of theme or are they all different do they all tie together we we try with the with the shows at least we try and have some sort of common theme through it like okay this is the Halloween show this is the Christmas show this is the summer show this is the spring show this is the VD show you know we'll always try and have to have some kind of common thread going through it we don't always succeed sometimes there'll just be like oh hey we're gonna do a skit about a taco party now because fuck it why not and uh, but there's a there's a theme to the shows. There's there's not a a theme to like each sketch has to mention you know, uh, watermelon or something like that. That that's not that's not something we do. But summer absolutely. We'll 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 make jokes about summer all day long. Well, the Halloween show and the Christmas show are some of my favorites to do because there's so much to mine there. It's like the Christmas show. Good Lord, our entire lives, we've just had Christmas shoved down our throats. Pretty much year-round at this point. I mean, yeah, that's good now. After, after Valentine's Day, they start putting up Christmas stuff. But, uh, so Christmas is a lot of fun. Uh, Halloween's a lot of fun because all of us love shitty movies. And a lot of shitty movies are horror movies that are set around Halloween. So we'll just sit and watch shitty movies and just say yes this is awesome screw you Corey Feldman there's a ham radio right behind you you can you can find help I don't care if your phone is down that's uh, Friday the 13th part 4 I believe but yeah it's we, 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 we try to have a theme for the shows yes is the answer to that question alright oh. so how did you get into Red Octopus. Oh, goodness. Um, shows. When I first... When I first moved to Little Rock, it was because my sister had lived here for a number of years. And I had a couple days off. I was like, screw it. I'll, just, I'll go visit my sister. And one of the things that I did on that first visit to Little Rock was to go and see a Red Octopus show. This was when they were still doing shows down at Vino's and uh, I just, I fell in love with it. And then a couple years later I actually ended up moving up here and just started hanging out at, at Zach's place of all places, up off of University, which is it's it's the oh, bar, that place. But uh but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go and hang out up there, and and uh, and Jason Thompson would be hanging out up there, and Sandy Baskin would be hanging out up there, and and the other Jason McFoozle, which isn't his last name, um, would be hanging out up there, and we'd all just sit around and drink at a table. But I was working at Murray's at the time, so I I never actually had the time to do it. So I lived in Little Rock for about five years before I finally was able to clear my schedule up enough to be able to be in a show. And then at that point, I was just in all of the shows because I 
it's 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 this magical, wonderful thing that yeah. <laughs> so, so you had a good way of like you knew a lot of people who were already in it. So. Well, that's that's one of the weird things about Little Rock is if you know twenty people, you kind of know everyone in town. <laughs> There's like. Like like okay with Josh the Devil for example yeah I met him seventeen years ago something like that but through him I met so many other people I met you I met Aaron Sarlo I met just Tedford all of these people just Little Rocks this this wonderful magical weird little snow globe that if you get in and you re and you meet the right people you know everyone in town that you need to know just by saying hey I know this person and they'll be like hey that person's awesome you should be awesome too let's hang out and it's and that and that's never something that I've experienced in any of the other places that I've lived so do you think when Little Rock ends it's all gonna be part of that boy and St. Elsewhere, who has a snow globe. It's going to be exactly we're, we're like there. that. It's going to be exactly like that without Howie Mandel. Yeah, we're and the, and the And the glove on his head. <laughs> I just listened to a podcast about uh, show theories on stuff you should know, and I, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's, that's crazy. Like, they, they said you can connect, like, 200 shows to that show. <laughs> it's like every show that's on NBC now. I'm 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 actually really kind of digging the whole shared universe yeah. phenomenon that's going on right now because I mean and 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 that's all because of Marvel I suppose, but I was watching Karate Kid the other day, the original one from 84 with Machio and Pat Narita, and I noticed the black guy that's in the Cobra Kai because there's just the one because it's 1984 but the black guy from the Cobra Kai was also the super gay black guy from Revenge of the Nerds oh really so I'm thinking and this is all just headcanon I'm not I'm not saying that this is actually true I've I've not researched this at all but this kid Lamar after the the horrible defeat at the All Valley the under 18 Olive Valley Karate Tournament saw saw the error of his ways with going with the Cobra Kai saw that he had been lying to himself the entire time saw that he had to be true to himself so he graduated high school like you do signed up for Adams College went over there reinvented himself actually admitted to himself that he was super duper gay goes over there just just so he can he can find these people that aren't all about competition that aren't all about you know hey let's kick that other guy's ass hey you cobra guy till you die none of that no i'm just gonna go and i'm gonna i'm gonna live in the freshman dorm at adams college and and everything's gonna be super and i'm gonna be super duper gay but then you know the alpha betas they burn down their house so they move into the freshman dorm He's thrown into the gym with everyone else. They have to start their own fraternity. And and he the whole time he's trying to 
convince himself that you know competition isn't the way, cooperation is the way to go, which is true in my opinion. I don't know if it's true universally, but for me, what works is cooperation instead of competition. But eventually, they get to the Greek Games, and he has to get up and and do his and do his fucking rap battle shit against them. You know, clap your hands, everybody, and everybody clap your hands. And because of that, he finds out that he's a really good rapper, moves back to L.A., and ends up being the guy from Fear of a Black Hat, the Easy e character. I don't remember that character's name. But that is how I... never heard of that movie. Fear of a Black Hat is a great movie. It's, um, you remember CB4? Yes. It's, it's like that, but funny. I love CB4, though. Then you will <laughs> love Fear of a Black Hat. Yeah. It's uh, it's 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 Spinal Tap for gangster rap. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's there's my shared universe with uh, Larry B. Scott, I think is his name. But yeah. 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 <laughs> Are you a fan of the Saw movies? I have never seen any of the Saw movies. Oh man. The thing is, I I I love I love horror movies. Yeah. I love scary movies. I don't so much go in for the torture porn. Oh, it doesn't bother me. But, um, Donnie Wahlberg. Marky Mark? No, uh, Marky Mark's brother. older brother. Okay, sorry. He's a detective. Donnie in Don? All the Saw movies. <laughs> until he I, dies. Did, I didn't realize that he was in those. <laughs> yeah, he's a detective. And there's also a show on NBC called uh, Blue Bloods where he's also a detective. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Tom Selleck's in that, yeah? Yeah. Okay. My shared universe theory is that Blue Bloods happened before Saw. Okay, so it's a prequel <laughs> to Saw. Yeah. So the shit that goes down in Blue Bloods yeah. makes him snap, right. sends him over to whatever town that's in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it really doesn't make any sense. It's just because they're both in there. And both I'm still trying to figure out how to connect 12 Monkeys and 7. Yeah? Because Brad Pitt. But oh. I, I haven't. I, I have 12 Monkeys. crazy. I have 12 Monkeys on, on DVD. I love 12 Monkeys. It's a great movie. Great. I actually got it. Um, you know how Easy Mart has their, their, hey, here's all these cheap DVDs. Yeah. They had one. It was it was advertised as the Bruce Willis movie package. It was. You could do so many of those though. It was it was Twelve Monkeys, and the Jackal, and Mercury Rising. So I paid that. I I paid the five dollars for Twelve Monkeys, and then I also got Mercury Rising and the Jackal. Yeah. But I really don't consider Twelve Monkeys to be a Bruce Willis movie. Well, he's in it. He's in it, but it. it's not his it's, movie. It's really about it. It's Terry um, Gilliam's movie. Yeah. I really like Seven, though, too. I mean, it's a great movie. Oh, it's great. It's great. What's in the box? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Uh, it's... Oh, Morgan Freeman at his finest. Yeah. <laughs> no... You've done stand-up like twice? Mm-hmm. So, uh, what made you want to do that? Well, when I moved back to Little Rock, 
from living at camp for three and a half years. I just ended up hanging out with stand-up comedians. And, you know, since I'm always around, I'm just like, you know what, fuck it, I'll give it a shot. The first time was horrible. I didn't know what I was saying. I was at, um, at the Preserved Moose at Tedford's house. And, uh, oh, you were there. Yeah, I was there. And Ian walked up and he was like, hey, you want to do something tonight? I was like, sure. I didn't realize it was getting up and telling a joke. I thought it was like, hey, let's go have a pizza or something. (laughs) They don't have pizza. (laughs) So I got up and, and failed horribly at that. And then, uh, couple weeks later I was bored on a Thursday night and I had some extra money and uh, I want to say like one of the roast battle things was going on so I was like screw it I'll go to Hibernia I go there there's like four people why did we do that is that on a Thursday there was there was something going on that that the Hibernia open mic was dead so I walk in I was like hey Paul it seems kind of dead I can tell a joke I got up and I told the whale joke for 15 minutes, which is hilarious, but uh, I'm not going to subject it to you right now. But, <laughs> but yeah, and uh, those are the two times that I have done stand-up. I wanted to get up and do stand-up the other night. I wanted to tell the clown joke, which is another gloriously horrible joke the other night, but Brett Eiler said that I couldn't be funny. Because there was too many other people being funny yeah, that was night. Too many other people. So. Yeah, you gotta get here early now. I Dude, I got here at like six forty-five, yeah. seven o'clock. Yeah. It said it on the on the Facebook crazy. thing. It's like get here by seven thirty so you can sign up. There's a lot of people here Tuesday. Like a lot of audience members. It's because I told them I was gonna do a set. Yeah. And that didn't happen. So <laughs> they're all disappointed now. Because <laughs> I am a local celebrity. I'm not sure if yeah. you knew this. Oh. <laughs> kind of a big deal. <laughs> people know me, is yeah. what I'm saying. I'd like to take people know me. <laughs> uh, so, what's your favorite board game? My favorite board game? <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> so I end every podcast. Oh no, it's 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 fine. There's 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 five questions, like you said. It's, I, I assume that's one of them. Uh, your mom's dick. <laughs> oh no, wait, that's Spooky Talk Show. Every Sunday game. night on YouTube, <laughs> SpookyTalkShow.com. Um, yeah, we're coming back. Yeah. Honestly, I I don't play board games as much as I'd like. Um, but last time I was up in Chicago visiting my family, my sister and brother-in-law, we played um, Catan and Ticket to Ride. And I lost horribly at both of them. But I, I had a lot of fun talking shit to my niece. I have never played Settlers of Catan. It, 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 it takes a little bit to, to figure out what actually is going on yeah. in it. it. I think it's one of those games that, like, if you've played it for five years or whatever, then it's the best game ever. But if you're if you're just sitting down cold to it, you're not going to know anything that's going on. 
Do you like that game? <laughs> the thing is, with, with board games, um, and, and honestly, with, with going out to eat, and with going and hanging out somewhere, it's not so much about the activity for me as it is about the people that I'm hanging out with. You know, I like people ask me for my favorite restaurant. I don't have a favorite restaurant. I have good memories of plenty of restaurants, but that's more because of the people that I'm with as opposed to the food that was served or the atmosphere. It's it's about hanging out with, with friends. It's about making each other laugh. It's about... It's the circle of life, man. Yeah. And it moves us all. And Hakuna Matata and other stuff. When I was in the fifth grade, we'd always sing that song, but we would say it's a circle of butt. <laughs> please tell me you remember the lyrics to that, and please sing it for me right no, it's now. Just, it's just the circle, circle of butt, you know. Or, uh, can you feel the butt, My butt tonight? tonight. Yeah. We would sing that one too. <laughs> We were 10 years old. That's why. And butt jokes are always <laughs> funny. Fart jokes are always funny. That's I, I went and saw I, I went and saw David Sedaris a couple years ago. Oh yeah. He, when he was great. when he was in town, and you know there's all these people dressed up and you know paying hundreds of dollars yeah. for tickets and blah blah blah. We're the we're the glitterati of of the Little Rock social scene. Blah 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 blah. All he did was tell. Dick jokes and fart jokes really? all night long, but as David Sedaris, oh. so you know it's it's funny and wacky and oh, gay man from France, you're so funny, yeah. you know, and and but they laughed so hard at the fart jokes, they laughed so hard at the dick jokes, which makes me feel better because probably about seventy five percent of the stuff that I've done on stage, whether it be with Red Octopus, whether it be by myself, whether it be with other groups, whether it be in high school plays, it's all been dick and fart jokes. Because some things are universal. Yeah. Like dicks and farts. Everybody likes them. <laughs> right? And if, they, and, and if they say they don't, they're lying. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I've, I've really only read uh, the first part of uh, Me Talk Pretty Now. That's really all I've read. But I, oh, I no, really he, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great writer. Uh, Naked's a good one. Yeah. Naked's the one that, 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 that I got started on with him. Yeah. Um, Me Talk Pretty One Day is also really good. Um, yeah, no, I, anything anything I've, I've read or heard of his, just it, it just makes me happy. Yeah. So, I highly recommend it. And his sister was in Strangers Without Candy. Yes. So. She's the <laughs> which, weird looking one. Which I've been re watching again. But not by choice. But you know. Not by choice? But, uh, Someone is like strapping you down and prying over much, your eyelids. Yes. Like, like, yeah. that, like that one scene in Clockwork yeah. Orange. Uh, just strapping you in. and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know Grant Moritz? I've, I've met him... One and a half times. He loves that show. He looks like a potato. Yeah, we've we've been watching it at his house. 
it has its moment. It does. And it has Stephen Colbert in it. It does. So. Oh, it is funny. It's I can see how it would get dated, old, Dated, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh. Uh, do you have anything you want to promote? Or, um, well, I don't know when this is coming out, so. Tomorrow. Oh, well, on Tuesday night, Red Octopus is having auditions yeah. at the Public Theater. We might have already mentioned that. And then uh, we'll be having... Uh, We'll be having a show in the middle of July, also at the Public Theater, yeah. um, which we haven't written yet, No, but it should be fun. There should be some cafe. It'll be hot. Um, I, I, the brownies that you get at Lost 40 Brewery are my recipe, oh, and right. they're delicious. Um, let's see. I, I just recently ordered a personalized license plate from the state of Arkansas, so oh, yeah. so you'll be seeing that around town soon. Check that out. Um, yeah, I really don't have anything. <laughs> I've already seen one person on Twitter who has a Kofefe license plate. <laughs> it's already happened. It's, it's not a Kofefe license plate. I didn't do it that recently. It's already happened. <laughs> The whole wizard Kofefe versus Kofefe yeah, the Strong. That, yeah. that, that makes me happy. Because Twitter, if nothing else, is about jumping on a joke that's not going to be relevant in a week. Yeah. Like when Angelina Jolie presented that Oscar and just stuck her leg out the whole time. There, yeah. There is an Angelina Jolie's leg Twitter account. I liked a picture where it had both of her legs out. <laughs> <laughs> But it was the same leg. It was just yeah, they, so Photoshop. It's magic. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to promote, Jared? I don't You're part of this spooky game, talk show that I've, learned, that yeah, I've heard about, I'm, yeah? I'm the co-host of the spooky talk show. And, and when does that air? Uh, Sunday nights at 7. We're okay. doing a special live stream Saturday. I don't know what we're doing. Okay, and where can we find that? Um, YouTube Spooky Talk Show. Okay. Search for okay. Spooky Talk okay. Show. That, that sounds fun. That sounds yeah. fun. <laughs> There's a guy named Josh the Devil who is the host, and uh, I, I tell him what to say. Is that right? Most <laughs> and sometimes he says it. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes he says it. Do you, do, you, do you have do you have a Twitter handle that you, that you need yeah, to let the audience know uh, about? Is that uh, XL Jared? XL Jared. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I have a rap song called XL. Oh please! So it's no, like perform it for me right now. Extra large. It's like extra large food because I'm extra large dude. No, I need to, I need to hear this. Get, yeah, do it, you need a beat? No. It's on the internet. No, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks for being on on the show. Oh, uh, no problem. I need to be doing more of these. I'm gonna have Aaron Sarlo on here. Aaron Sarlo's a good dude. Uh, yeah, he's. Great. I like Aaron Sarlo a lot. He's, he's a very talented guy. Oh, that, that'll come out. Eventually. Probably Sunday or Monday. <laughs> I don't know. Sunday or Monday. One of those days. But, uh. Yeah. Uh, 
This has been here. Five Questions with Jerry Lowry. Thank you very much. You, you want to say anything else? Um, Zim Zazzle. Oh, right. Uh, I, I'm, I'm now a chicken. Um, <laughs>